No worries. You give us a count when you want to go. Yeah, mate. Just fucking. Just, just go, mate, because that's how I roll. Mate. Seriously, right. So it started off, it wouldn't let me into my emails to send a link. Yeah. And then. Yeah. <laughs> and then the video just died. There was no video. And it kept saying that the. Uh, what, what was it? The fucking. The camera I was using was not linked to the laptop. I'm using a laptop fucking camera. So, sounds like you need a new uh, a new laptop, yeah, mate. mate. Especially, especially with the success of the podcast, mate. You're gonna have to do you know what I mean. You're going, you're going great guns and um, consistency, dude. I was just thinking about the other day. Um, I think I heard your first ever podcast, and I think where you've gone from there to where you are now, I think is big progress. I think you've. Mad, isn't it? Some really big moves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure I'm pretty sure when you first heard the podcast, you had hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had the hair going on. Um, <laughs> well, that was a year, uh, a year ago, I think. But it was it's mate. lockdown, mate, and you've got to you've got to take measures, so it's gotta be um, done, mate. Hairs off. Um I've gone for that full Sigani weaver, mate, alien one look. Um okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm going right in there, getting ready for war. So, <laughs> Tomo, cheers for us, because on your podcast, mate. Um, hey, to be fair, it's been a... Um, I feel like... It's been a long time coming. We're, forever, we're always going, yeah, I'll get you on. I'll get you on. And then it's like, oh, I can't do it this week. Can't do it. But we all know you're a busy uh, dude. Well, things happen when they're meant to happen, Tomo. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm sure you've got a, a, a list of people who you'd like to get on. And it's about schedules and oh, definitely, but, mate. Hey, we're we're here now. We're here now. That exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So we can. Uh, we well, can yeah. Shoot, well, yesterday. Oh yeah, definitely, mate. So I've been waiting for um old Smudger from Redcoat. He's supposed to be coming on, and yeah, I texted him in the week. He went, yeah, I, I don't, I, I can do Sunday. I'm doing a bit of stitching, but I can do it. I was like, yeah, just let me know what time. Has he got back to me? Has he fuck? So Smudger, if you're listening. Just send me a text, mate. But um, yeah, it, went from having none, um, and then I pinged you, pinged you a message because I knew you said that you fancied coming on, and I also pinged yeah. um, Andrew from um, Valley High Mountain Deep or whatever it is. I can't, I can't pronounce his fucking handle. <laughs> and then uh, you both got back to me and went, "Yeah, I'll do it." And I was like, "Well, I can't say no to both." So, so yeah, no, so I went from yeah. none to to two. But I'll uh, I'll schedule them so it's uh, one comes out tonight and the other one will come out Wednesday. How are you um, how are you managing with the podcast? Like, is this become your your labour of love? Is it? It's still it's still my um no. still my little passion. I must say, mate. If I'm honest, it's still my um my little baby. So um, I don't get anything out of it in in terms of um, finance or anything like that. And this is all like. As you know, with your podcast and, and things like that, it's all free content. It's fine. Don't bother me. Um, it's just something to get me get me out, get me talking, keep my mind active. Well, I, I think in time, mate, I think in time, if you grow your audience big enough, I think commercial commercial things will come for you, definitely. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There almost seems to be like a taboo about, oh, well, you can't make money from it. Um, last time I checked, people make money from everything. So, oh yeah, of course, of course, you know, mate. If, 
money, if you want to make money from your podcast, get a sponsor or whatever you want to do, pay for production costs, whatever it is. Um, what's wrong with that? Do you know what I mean? It's almost like making money has become a, a, a dirty word. And yeah. I, I don't think it is. And it, it's one of those as well. Like, as much as I, I do enjoy it and it's still my baby, it's still, we're still growing and whatnot. It's one of, it's one of those, I always get it from um, the movie Fight Club, where it's, if you're good at something, never do it for free. And yeah. that's, that's always in the back of my mind. Like, I'm not exactly a fucking superstar at this sort of thing, but I'd like to think I'm, I'm semi-decent at holding a conversation with people and, and touching on, um, on topics that nobody really wants to talk about and, and what have you. And yeah, if, if, but, but in the same, same breath, if it doesn't happen, then I'm still quite happy sitting here chatting away with, with new, new mates. You know what I mean? Like me and you have never met. You're at your way up North. I'm down South and yeah. Chatting away through, through a zoom call. Which is, which yeah, is, no, it, got it a gorilla and an eagle. It definitely opens a lot. Of yeah, <laughs> yeah, it definitely opens a lot. Of and um, maybe it gives people like purpose. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it mm. feel, like maybe it helps you feel like I'm I'm making progress in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like it gives you a sense of purpose, something to be proud of. It's the reason why I started my business as Tomo is because I just thought I was treading water. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I don't really know too many people who like to tread water. Um, some Fucking people, maybe, mate. but not me. And and probably, yeah, exactly. What was the swim test? Two minutes tread water. Yeah, something like that, mate. <laughs> some people have been treading water for fifteen years, um, but I gotta get. I, I gotta get. I gotta get moving, me, Tom. And you know, it's it's good to see you. You started right, mate. I always thought your logo was. Hang on, do you know what I mean? Like you went, you laid your intentions down at the start when you got like an awesome logo. I felt like that was a class move to do. It's got to be done, mate. Didn't you? Didn't you get the guy? Didn't you get the guy who does the Brendan Shob like? Stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent him. Logo? I sent him an email, and um, he was like, "Yeah, I don't mind sketching you up something. Give me what's your ideas?" Because I got, I was saying it to uh, a bloke that's sort of sorting out a tattoo for me. I was like, "I've got all these fucking ideas that buzz through my head, but I can't put them onto paper." Yeah. Cause I can't draw for shit. And he was like, oh, all right. What, mm-hmm. what, what, what was it you're after? I went, well, basically nickname of my regiment with the rock apes. So I'm basically part ape. I went, I'll do a podcast. So I, I, well, I used to, I used to wear the big headphones. I don't really wear them at the minute. Um, but yeah, yeah. headphones on the head. And I always wear, or, or most Cut. of the time, nine times out of 10, I'll be wearing a, a, some sort of trucker hat. He was like, yeah, do you want a bit of camo in there? I was like, definitely put a bit of camo in there. And yeah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, fucking Morris. The, yeah, it's uh, good. <laughs> Morris came out, as I call him. And the Granite Zero, that was the Rough Regis call sign. Yeah, so that was, that's, Granite was always, it was, when I was on tour, it was always Granite or Centurion, um, depending on where you was, who you were with, yeah. sort of thing. So when I, when I was in Bastion, we were, we were, we were Granite, um, which, yeah. For, for those that followed the podcast and what have you, I, on my last tour, I was, as as some of the lads like to say, I was Granite Zero. I was I was always in the hot seat when everything fucking went wrong. Um, right. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I was the fucking unlucky one, mate. Fucking Granite Zero. Class. 
Enough about me. People fucking know everything about me. Well, you, John, how did how did robust tours start then? Um, it's like every good thing. It started by accident. Um, yeah. It started by uh, wanting to put on events that sort of challenge people a little bit and moving away from just convention. I, Tom, I mean, this is not news to anyone, but like I despise the word walk like i think it's the most uninspiring just dog shit word ever and and i've always like when people say it like a tiny bit of my soul dies every time i hear it or read it like i, <laughs> yeah. I just thought i never ever want to associate <laughs> what i do with, with that word so it was always like challenge or adventure and 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 i just got i got really really interested in challenges tomo like i got really in that thing of pushing yourself and 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 setting a line in the sand and saying I've got eight weeks to train and I'm doing this challenge because if it's not written down you don't have to you don't have to finish it you don't have to answer yeah, to definitely. it and you don't have to say I, I'm turn I am on the start of that race line at X Y and Z which means when you, when you wake up in January and it's minus whatever and you think oh my god I cannot be asked for this but if you've got something in March you have to go out you yeah have definitely to turn up and, it, and, and challenges are good for that because they keep people focused. Do you know what I mean? And it must be the same if you're in competition to do whatever weightlifting, cycling, whatever yeah, it may yeah. be. Um, it's a line in the sand that says, I'm, where am I going to be on that on that day? And I sort of wanted to create unique challenge events. Um, yeah, there's the conventional stuff, Yorkshire Three Peaks. Uh, and, and literally I've spent all week working on Delivering the National Three Peaks, Tom. I've always said, I've always said, I never wanted to do it. Um, but does that many people come to me and say, "Oh, um, I want to do the National Three Peaks. I want to do the National Three Peaks." And I thought, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to have to bend here. Like I'm going to have to find. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to compromise a little bit. I'm going to have to compromise. So, and and what it is with the National Three Peaks? The National Three Peaks has a great PR manager. Like that, wow. that is why everyone looked like everyone thinks it's this amazing challenge. Um, and it is a challenge, but in, in respects of sort of things that you can do, uh, there's a lot better events. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just the you. fact that everyone's heard of the National Three Peaks. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a sort of. It's a bit, it's a bit like everyone wanting to do the SF fan dance and things like that. It's like, well, yeah. we can all do that, mate. <laughs> yeah. maybe not at the same pace yeah, yeah. as the SF I'd like to add but <laughs> it, come, it comes back to that though Tom like it comes back to those events have got great PR managers yeah. as in like you said and it's the same with the national so so I've dipped my toes in and like before I've come on to you today I've been finishing the final touches to it um, and there's a there's a lot goes into it like when you're playing at my level uh, and you're trying to do everything absolutely bang on because I, I'm really, really active on LinkedIn, Tomo, and like I, I yeah. work with a lot of sort of charities, corporate businesses, and they expect a certain level of how it has to be done. And that's fine because I've been playing at that level since day one. Like I don't do cutting corners. I don't do Fat Allen's minibus from down the street. It got serviced in 91. Um, yep. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't, yeah. because you've got to think when it goes wrong, 
and eventually no matter who you are what you are eventually will go wrong because it's just a it's just a matter of time and but especially being the time that I'm out on the hills or, or all the time you, it's just a numbers game it's just a numbers yeah, yeah. game and eventually you're going to end up you know someone saying well did you do this and did you do that and have you done this and have you done that and you know you want to think I'll sacrifice some profit for a little bit of peace of mind. And and yeah. it's very easy when you're sitting there and you're writing down the numbers and, and you've got to look at an event and you think, right, how much does it cost to run the event? What do I want to make on the event? And what's the value for people looking at the event? Like those three things have got to like almost be in line. And it's very easy to say something like the National Free. Oh, well, do I need a second? Do I need another driver? And, you know, Fat Allen's coaches is doing it for 200 quid. Yeah, You've got to yeah, ask yeah. yourself, why is Fat Allen doing it for 200 quid? It, the simple reason is he, he, he's got a scruffy old minibus that no one wants to spend more than half an hour in. Um, he's still got a, a tape player. Um, <laughs> it's not been cleaned in a long time. And <laughs> you know what I mean? People, people don't realise. It's all well and good saying, oh, well, it'll be all right. It's not all right when you're travelling down from Scarfell Pike and everyone gets back on the minibus and it's been chucking it down and everyone stinks a wet dog and people are farting and people have got the boots off and, and it absolutely stinks and everyone's on top of each other. No yeah, one yeah. no one really wants an experience like that. Do you know what I mean? They want to know yeah. when I get back to the coach, it's a nice coach, it's got Wi-Fi, wireless charging, it's got a fridge, the toilet doesn't look like something out of fucking Herrick 8. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it wants to be... Yeah. <laughs> it's a certain standard. It's a certain standard. Yeah. I like to be robust, Tom, but I also like the feature comforts, mate. Well, who, doesn't, who doesn't like a five star Beamson? We all like it, a bit. And it's just, mate, 100%. And, and, and that's the way that I like to, that's the way I like to do it. So some of my events aren't cheap, and that's for a reason because. I've got top level cover. I hire the best people. When there's transport involved, I make sure it's top, top, top sort of transport companies. Um, I remember doing it. I remember doing an event once, and a guy gave me some like memorabilia, like you know, to say, "Oh, well done, you've done this challenge." I was like, ah, "Fucking hell, this must have been about ten pence." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, "Look, you, you might as well have not bothered me." Do you know what I mean? You yeah. might as well have just gone. That is absolutely gash. Um, I don't know if you know of them. There's an awesome company called the Adventure Patch Company. Have you seen them on Instagram? I have, the yeah, Adventure yeah, yeah. Patch Company. Yeah. Well, I I sort of unofficially um, work and buy a lot of their merch. So when people come on my events, and if they've done a patch which is relevant to an event I'm doing, like the Yorkshire Three Peaks, yeah, yeah. they've got like awesome patches that commemorate the Yorkshire Three Peaks. And I'll just buy the patches... And then I'll, after the people finish the event, I'll say, oh, there you go. Patch. It's a nice goot. Again, we're going stick back that, to nice goot. Stick that on they your day nice sack. Gucci patch. Get, get it on your day sack. You know, it doesn't look like it was made for fucking 10 pence at the back of yeah, someone's yeah. shed. Um, and and pe- that's what people want. People will pay the money if they're getting a great experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, people yeah. will pay the money if they're getting a great experience and it's a, it's a, it's about value. So it, it, in, in answer your question, it started as a challenge company. And then I was like, 
can I make this? Can I make this? The Sainsbury's of the challenge world. Now, people might say Waitrose is better than Sainsbury's, but I, we don't have Waitrose. We don't have Waitrose. <laughs> so I've only got so I've only got Sainsbury's to go off. And, <laughs> so, but I say to people, there's that, there's that advert, isn't it? Um, there's a reason why mums go to Iceland, and it's a simple reason because they can't afford to fucking shop in Sainsbury's. Like, yeah, mate. You go where you go because your financial situation dictates it. But realistically, yeah, we don't like to be in Sainsbury's where they've got little water mists like blowing over the fruit, <laughs> over the veg and that. <laughs> it's just how it is. This is a fucking know? advert for Sainsbury's. <laughs> Mate, Hobbs, so Hobbs, I'm, I'm, I'll be down this afternoon getting me, uh, getting me yogurt. No, mate, it's, it's about standards, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And, and definitely, and then you put on a great event. Even Tomo, even to the fact, right? You're sitting there with your budget, and you think, right, I've got to buy. I always provide on my big challenge events, Tomo. I always provide snacks. Now everybody loves. A could snack. I go, mate? Everyone loves a bit of a nutty bar, right? But Am I going to go to Little Araldi and buy their version? Or or am I going to get the Trek bars, the grenade bars, the battle bites? You know, am, am I just going to go a little bit higher? Or, or am I thinking, oh, I can save 50 pence a bar here? And, I can and to be fair as pay- well, like when you're on a, on a, a challenge and, and things like that and you're going up a fucking mountain or whatever and you're hanging out, and someone hands you an Audi fucking bar, you're going to go, oh, mate, I'm hanging. I want a bit of morale here. Hand me yeah. a fucking cliff bar. Yeah. I'll be yeah. up that fucking shit like a rat of a drain pipe. And by the way, full disclosure, I shop at Aldi. But what I'm saying is... Yeah, same here. When, <laughs> when, when people paid top dollar to do events, then yeah. they deserve what they deserve. And... You know, battle bites, grenade bars, cliff yeah. bars, trek bars, um, resilient nutrition. I know I think you follow them on Instagram. Like I, I go and buy their like um sort of uh snack uh, liquid protein sort of things that they have. Uh and, and that's what people expect, you know what I mean? Like I, I know your um me personally, like I, I use Green Brewer coffee because me and me and Russ are good are good friends. So yeah, yeah. when I'm on my events. I serve people green beret coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and people say, like, "Oh, this is nice." Blah blah blah. And then for tea, for the tea drinkers, um, it it's it's tactical tea. Do you know what I mean? Like, I try and <laughs> yeah. My missus, my, my missus, is a tea drinker, mate. She fucking. I remember <laughs> when I first started. This is a bit of a tangent. I remember when I first started brewing up um, the dead mammoth stuff that was sent to me, mm-hmm. and um, I was brewing it up in the kitchen. She was like, "That smells disgusting." I was like. You fucking wash your mouth out, woman. You fucking smells disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That smells like heaven in a mug. She's like, can you make me a tea? No, you make your own fucking tea, you can yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't say that to her. But like, you'd have been on video silence. But yeah, I, I like to sort of um, support other veteran-owned businesses. Yeah, that, that's, that's um, good. Well, that, that brings me to like loads of fucking things because you get the likes of myself and, and yourself and Chris Michaels and and Smudger and and what have you, the ones that and Steve who I had on last week, 
who like to support and and represent other different veteran companies, and then you get mm. some other fucking companies that don't want anything to do with you. And you're like, hang on a minute. If we all fucking support each other, then surely the businesses will be better. It's mad. Uh, it's like yeah. a it's a strange one because everybody, a lot of people do support veteran companies, and then others just try and shit on you. And you're like, well. I think it comes down to, Tomo, we've got to remember that we're human beings and green-eyed monster and envy are, yeah. are, are a terrible thing. And we, we all have it. Do you know what oh, I mean? I've we had it, we mate. all have it. I had the all, green we, you know, some people have it more than others. <laughs> but you've got to, like, you've got to find ways to get past it. And, and, and I find, personally, like, I do a lot of personal development stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Do a lot of sort of, like, you're, and I hate the, I fucking hate the word triggered, but <laughs> if something sets you, if you see something, if you see like somebody else doing well and it and it and you think, ah, motherfucker, why am I not doing well? That's not a knock on them, that's a knock on you because yeah, yeah. you're letting someone else's success bother you. When realistically the answer is um come up with better ideas, work harder. Yeah. Um Stop wanting, stop wanting likes, qu follows, questions, and all of that, and and be more sort of open to other people. Like definitely, mate. Re reach out to people. God, well, I think I've been on the scene about two two and a half years, Tomo, and I have no drama with any. Well, to my knowledge, I have no drama with any other veteran-owned or civilian businesses. Um, yeah. I share other other events companies yeah, stuff on my page because I'm I'm cool with it mate like do you know what I mean people can do what they want to do yeah. um and and if someone else has a great idea then they've got a great idea um this um Jack Oliver um who's running like online navigation courses at the moment and I just tagged him in my put like I tagged him in part of the post saying look if you're staying local there's always an adventure to be had on your doorstep Right. Yeah, yeah. If it's an issue that you're not a great map reader, well, to my knowledge, we might be in lockdown six weeks. You can become a proficient map reader and master your own area without thinking, oh, well, because I can't go to the lakes or I can't go to the South Downs or I can't go wherever. I'm just going to sit in my house and do nothing. But again, I'm tagging other veteran owned businesses into my post because me and Jack are mates we help each other out and I don't see him as a threat I don't see yeah. anybody as well who do I see as a threat I, I don't see Thomas Cook maybe do you know what I mean like it depends on where you're thinking <laughs> yeah. like, like it could be anything it depends it? on where you're thinking yeah like I've heard, I've heard people say I am the biggest whatever in the veteran community like that's small time thinking if if I owned Say, say if I had a, a veteran coffee business, I wouldn't look at other veteran-owned coffee businesses and say competition, competition, competition. I'd look at Costa and go, that's who I need to be higher than. What are yeah, we going to yeah. do to get to that level? Exactly. Not fuck GBC, Dead Mammoth, and all of these other veteran-owned yeah, coffee yeah. companies. Like, you've got to think a little bit bigger. Do you know what I mean? You've got to, you've yeah. got to be a There's little bit There's one thing more, being a... Um, uh... A big Open fish in a small pond, isn't it? It comes, yeah, it, it comes down to like it comes down to um, 
that that very same big big fish in a small pond. Yeah, well, and, and it must be hard. Like you know, all of your peril businesses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fucking loads of them. There's some, yeah. And and I get it. It must be really really hard because how many times can you draw a fucking Apache or someone firing a fifty cal <laughs> or a picture of a skull without someone else saying? You've copied my idea. Right? <laughs> There's only so many ways you can you can do that. But like when I when I started the stay tasty thing, right? I was like, oh, I'm sort of getting into this apparel thing here, and I, and I, and I kind of said I didn't never wanted to do that. But again, things change, things pivot, and I was like, what what it won't be? It won't be any. It won't be pictures of like fifty cals or or gunships or nothing like that. It's going to be something that's just completely different. Um, and and there's space for everyone, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, space, there is. there is space for everyone. And you just have to find your way of, of finding your own individualism. Like everyone knows, like I am red coat, like through and through. Like I've got loads of red coat stuff. Um, I bought stuff just before Christmas. I've been to Alex's, um, yeah. Been Put it on now. Showroom, yeah. Uh, Alex is red quarter uh, a partner of Escape the Lakes, like, and and that's how I roll. Um, but I know there's a lot of other veteran-owned businesses. Like yeah, I know there's a lot of other veteran-owned apparel businesses. It's a very, it's a very very crowded marketplace. Uh, like it must be quite hard for them boys and girls to say, "Fucking hell, I can't believe they've copied my idea," but it's just how how do you draw the same thing do you know what i mean like how do you keep up the individualism yeah, yeah. like i think i think smudge from redcoat with all of these different diverse sort of um it's got all sort of different like designs hasn't he do you know what I mean? he's gone for the hit the the ages yeah, yeah. of, of, he, of he's gone I, back in time isn't he that basically yeah which yeah. i think is brilliant so fucking brilliant idea I'd, yeah no but I don't know if you are you a part of Veteran on UK, Tom, or not? Part of who? Veteran on UK, you know Scott Johnson. I don't think so. No. Right, because like I might veteran, be. <laughs> veteran, on UK, <laughs> veteran on UK is is really a marketplace for veteran owned businesses that you know help each other, and this is where all of my great connections have come from. Yeah. Because yeah. Everyone in there is digging out blind to help each other. I've never seen, personally, I've never seen animosity. I've never seen any green-eyed monster. I've That's never awesome. seen, um, I'm sick of that. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah and there's, you know, pull the pull the pin, pull the pins in there. Um, GBC's in there. Um, Rob Dennison's in there. Uh, Hugh Kia from Hower. Like there's there's such a big there's such a big. Oh, Hugh. Um, people in there, Nick Gold, all, all of these great people. And maybe a few of the other, like the way I look at it, like I look at people and say, he or she is two years ahead of me in business. So what can I learn from them? And yeah, then yeah. just like anything, there's a new business starting out and they're looking at you saying, well, he's a year and a half ahead of me. And then they, there's no difference in them reaching out to you than you reaching out to that That's level of you. And you got to think, well, I'm reaching out to people higher than me. They're only reaching out to me. So what gives me the right to be like, well, you're about your dick. Yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, when I first started the podcast, I was like, 
I had, I had a touch of the, the green eye monsters. Obviously, as you know, when I first started, I recorded in my work car to start with. Then it was, I just hit record as I was out walking about. Then it was in the shed, yeah. aka the shedio. And um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, at that point, I was like, I'm, not, I'm literally stuck in the mud here. I'm not going anywhere. Or it felt like that at the beginning. Mm. And I was looking out at, at uh, other veteran podcasts like the Veteran State of Mind with Garrett Jones and and H Hour and Declassified and things like that. And I was like, fucking hell, these guys have got all the fucking kit and they're beaming out to thousands of listeners and I'm just fucking sat in a shed. And I was like, this is bullshit. And I started off like that. I was like, this is bullshit. No wonder they're getting fucking all these top guests on like fucking yeah. whoever the fuck. And I'm sat here just talking to myself. And then I was like, yeah. And then, but I then, instead of wallowing in that, in that and thinking, well, fuck these guys, mm-hmm. I literally just sent them a message. I was like, Hugh, how can I fucking sort this out? And instead of like being a green eyed monster to these guys, they actually fucking help. Like, like I've had it on, um, on, on the HR podcast. I've had, I've been shouted out quite a few times because of, uh, some of the guests that I've had on MMA wise yeah. and things like that. They've said, look, if yeah, you yeah. talk to Tomo, he might be able to, sort you out with Mason Jones or, or, or whoever. So it's like, yeah. because I didn't like sit there with my fucking green eyed and fucking chin them off. I actually reached out to him. Like me and Hugh were supposed to actually fucking do a podcast at some point, but we're waiting until I'm actually in Hereford again. So he can come down from somewhere in the valleys where he's fucking from. And, uh, yeah, can have a, have a proper face to face podcast in, um, HR or 4k or, or wherever. Um, but it's well, uh, it's it's one of those. Like if I, I could, I was like that close to just saying, "Nah, I can't be bothered with it with this," because I felt like I wasn't going anywhere. But now, literally, because I didn't fucking take Mister Negative and for for once in my life, I actually thought, "Nah, fuck it, be positive with it." It actually started working in my favour, and now I get legends like fucking the Tasty Bloke, <laughs> my fucking. Uh, podcast (laughs) well yeah i i am i am kind of a big deal (laughs) such a big deal mate. (laughs) how is um how is it all going with you now with this fucking lockdown 3.0 or whatever it is because i shared a post on this morning however looking back at it i probably shouldn't have done uh there's a couple of people getting arrested for sitting on a bench but then i was like yeah Hang on a minute. They're only showing part of the clip here. We don't know how long they were sat on the bench. We don't know how many people. Were. Anyway, but how's that? How does that work now with going out for walks and shit? Yeah, do you know because what? I've heard so many different things. Like what? you're not allowed to go out for walks. You can only fucking walk like around your house or whatever. <laughs> it's like there's like a lady who so, got arrested yeah. for walking with a Costa, and it's like, hang on, I'm. This is my mind is fucking and yeah, i don't want to have a go so at the police because no no this is this is the deal mate um at the moment um you i can't run any events um so i i instead of fighting against it tomo i've accepted it and it's yeah, yeah. shelved do you know what i mean it's shelved but it doesn't mean i can't keep producing world-class events and world-class content it doesn't mean I can't be out there saying when it when it when it goes again, we're ready, who's coming with, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um sometimes people put energy into wrong to wrong things. And 
I've tried to swim upstream a few times and you fucking always lose because streams yeah. never get tired, but you do. Um, oh, fucking you hanging, spend mate. a shitload of energy You're hanging, like, like bad hanging. And then, <laughs> then you drown. Yeah. So yesterday I went local and I, and I did, I did 18 K. Now, if I got stopped on that route and the police said to me, right. Uh, uh Sorry, are you John Williamson? Yeah, I'll just carry on. No, they wouldn't have said that to me, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd have said, I'm out locally. Um, however, however, I have a, a an events-based business where I run some really, really tasty events and being physically fit is part of my job. So I have to maintain a level of fitness. And yeah. doing 15 minutes with Joe Wicks in the conservatory, that ain't going to cut the mustard. So I'm out there doing what I need to do. Now, I've stayed local, so I, that's the deal. But it, it's the same story, mate. It's the same story around here. Like, there, there is people who are just saying, I'm going to do what I want to do. Now, yeah. it comes down to um, when you, when or if you get caught, as long as you accept the fact that you did what you wanted to do and the police will do what they want to do, that's how that'll go. And the police at the moment um, are handing out 200 quid fines. So... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen the stories as well, mate. People getting pulled, you know, what you're doing down here, what you're doing down there. and um, But I try not to get... I try not to get too too into it, Tom, or do you know what I mean? Like, um, I try not to get... It brings you I, down, I really. Stuff. Yeah, right. I, I look at stuff and I think... Where is this going to lead me? If I share this, does yeah. this improve my quality of life, or does it? What What does it do for me as a, as an individual? But what does it do for me as a business? And sometimes I see people just getting involved in things, and I think, but you know, you're literally putting carpets down. You got no fucking roof on your house. Like it's pointless. You, you you're just getting you're getting wound up in it. You you don't know the full story. Um, can, the police at the moment have an incredibly hard job to do they've been asked to almost police the impossible um, and at the end of the day us as individuals need to say right um, I know the score and it, we're back to fucking lockdown point whatever we're on now um, and, and you're either going to play the game or you're not going to play the game but if you're not going to play the game and you get caught don't be yeah. like, oh, where's my phone? I'm going to go Facebook Live and think I'm some sort of <laughs> fucking hero or some sort of, like, reporter. Because <laughs> like, it's just embarrassing, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you just you just end up making yourself look a bit of a dick. Um, and and you, don't really have, you don't really have an excuse. So I can't run events. Uh, nor am I going to try. Uh, and I have to wait to sort of tear, whatever, if we go back into tears or whatever we go into, but, like, Ideally, tier two, I can rock and roll with tier two. And maybe today, I think tier two is a long way away. But the way the world is at the moment, mate, by the middle of February, God knows. Fucking who knows what's happening. That's the thing with it all. I don't really know where we stand. It's like, one minute there's not going to be another lockdown. Then he puts all these tier systems in. Then we're in another lockdown. It's like... But... Again, though, Tom, we're fighting an unconventional enemy, which we haven't fought for a long yeah. time. And, you know, 
we're getting caught with our pants down and it's very hard to be proactive. We're not being proactive, we're being reactive. And, 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 and anyone who's been in the, in the military will know it's never good to be reactive. You've always got to try and put things in place first. But at the end of the day, individually, you can make the right decisions. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. viruses can't go out of control if they can't mix with people. Yeah, Virus exactly. That's what, I, was, I was saying that to me, Mrs., like the other day. Like, obviously, this new mutated fucking super strain or whatever it is yeah. started in where I am, in Kent, somehow. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> obviously, I was saying to the missus, there's a reason why things like that are happening in Kent because of the, where it, where we are, the border and things like that. We've got people yeah. coming in from other countries still. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a big... It's a big county, Kent. It's fucking yeah, huge. Yeah. And, and we're that close to London. People people live in Kent to work in London, basically. Yeah. So we've got people going in London. That's why London's so shit. Same with Essex. And I was like, but people clearly aren't abiding by the rules because this mutated strain wouldn't have ended up up north unless somebody had gone, I'm just fuck this, I'm going. I'm going. And, and, and travelled up. So when they went, right, we're going lockdown or whatever it was, tier four, for Kent, Lon- London, and uh, Essex at midnight, people were gone, fuck this, I'm out of here. Mm. And then you get Mate, up, up north, you get this super strain that started down south. It's like, well, obviously it doesn't just jump that far. <laughs> it, 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 it's exactly that, mate. And like, it used to be plain and simple, don't be a dick. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we've all got our own personal opinions on, 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 on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. And, the problem is, is you know, everyone's like, everyone's slating Boris, oh, he's this and it's that and it's... But at the end of the day, we are in f- proper uncharted waters in regards to everything that's going on. And, you know, he'll get judged when the time comes again, whenever the next election is or whatever. But, yeah. you know, people have got to look at themselves and say, well, do you know what? During that pandemic, did I take the piss? Did I just think, fuck this? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, it's my. I mean, all of a sudden, everyone's a human rights lawyer. Like everyone, like everyone's a human yeah, rights yeah. lawyer. Like everyone's like, bosh, human rights. Like, yeah, but it's it's human rights, not to be a bit of a dick as well. Do you know what I mean? Like we've lost this. I look at it like this, Tomo. I'm responsible for me, my actions. Right, whatever the government does. They do, but my actions are my responsibility. So my my mum and dad are like fucking they're they're getting on. My dad's got fucking every illness under the sun. My mum's his carer. So is it hard for me to stay away from my parents? Yeah, of course yeah it, it is. is. But I'm a young fit fella, and for all I know, I could be asymptomatic. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, I could carry it in and fucking kill me mum and dad. Now if that happens, who there's only one person to blame, and it's not the government, it's me. Because my poor choices yeah, yeah. led to the death of my parents. If if I was just like, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm not washing my hands, I'm doing what I want to do, I'm fucking I'm the top boy, and I'm all this, and I and I drive an Audi and I'm and, and, and I lift weights and, and I do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> drive an Audi. or a BMW. You know I mean? I, yeah, well, <laughs> either or a bit, uh, a bit harsh, but 
it's down to sole responsibility at the end of the day. People blame the government, but where is where is your individual blame? Can you hand on heart look at your last seven days and go, right, I definitely took the piss there. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, I, I fancied the day out in the Lake District, so I just thought, fuck it, I'll drive through five other counties. Um, but what I'll do is I'll say it's for my mental health. And um, so that that's my excuse. But really, I'm just being a jack cunt because I want to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't and, get me wrong. And, and I'm, if you... I'm the same. I, I'm forever going, oh, fucking Boris, you cunt. But then yeah. I'll sit down and have a chat with missus. And then I'm like, well, he's got to do it, isn't he? Someone's got to do it. Because yeah. so, if it was left someone, to all us lot, got be, we've got yeah, that many idiots in this country as it is. Like, well, it's, it's down to individuals, man. Again, isn't it like it's individuals making individual choices? And it, and again, like yesterday, I went out, did local, listened to four four podcasts, reset the mind, cleared the mind, fresh air, vitamin D. Um, you know, did everything I was supposed to do. If I was ever coming in contact with anyone close, if I was passing someone on a bridleway or a footpath. I just put my, I just put mask up. Do you know what I mean? I just put my, not hard, put is my it? face tube up. It's not hard. Um, I had gloves on all day, so I'm not touching, I'm not directly touching fences and gate posts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I'm, and I'm keeping it right, but, you know, there's, there's some people who are going, well, I want to be a dick, but how can I be a dick so people can't criticise me? And I feel like the easiest one to say is, well, I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm going to say it's for my mental health. Yeah, but yeah. That to me, that to me is just you saying I'm more important than the than the fucking state of the world. Like a, a friend of mine said to me the other day, John, can I go to um, can I go to uh, Pendle Hill? And I went, no, mate. It's like four or five counties away from where we live. And he's like, yeah, but I'm going on my own. I was like, well, yeah, but we're in, we're in a lockdown, dude. And it's like, you can't. I was like, yeah. I'll put it to you another way. I can't run events, so I can't I can't build a business. But but you want to go to Pendle Hill for what reason? They're not going to move Pendle Hill. They're not going to sell yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much set. That's not going anywhere, mate. Yeah, that, that's a pile. Can you not just game. wait a few weeks, a couple of well, months? Well... You know, very honestly, he was just like, yeah, no, like we, we had, what we did is we didn't turn it into a shouting match or a slanging match. We had an adult conversation where I said, look at it from, look at it from the residents point who live in Pendle. All of a sudden, people from all over come into Pendle Hill. Yeah, yeah. But they live there because of, sorry, for those who don't know, Pendle Hill, there's like a little village just at the bottom of it. um, And it's a proper tourist hotspot. It's over near Clitheroe. Burnley, that sort of way. Um, very, very popular. It's got deep history to do with witches and all of that, and it's not a bad little mooch. But people want to go there because it's what they want to do. But yeah, forget yeah. the people who actually live there. All of a sudden, you've got all these different people coming to their little village all the time, and it's like, it's our village. This is where we live. And yeah, we've got... We're trying to control... What we're trying to control, but people are coming here to go for a mooch up out up up the mountain. Um, but it's okay because it's what they want to do. Um, and I feel yeah. sort of that that's how I look at it. I feel like if I lived in a beauty spot, 
and all of a sudden, oh, you get you get proper fucked off, mate. My 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 family had it. So, yeah, my brother, my dad, my mum, her partner, sister-in-law, and that—they all live in Hereford. And obviously, Hereford went into tier one. They were fucking golden ponies, weren't they? They were like, look at me, tier one. All the cunts in Wales went. Well, we'll get the coach and go over then. They were all out on the piss in Hereford. It's like, what are you doing? Mm. And then all of a sudden, Hereford, tier four. It's like, oh, I wonder yeah. what that fucking was. But, and again, it, it's fucking like, tappies, yeah, boys. Buy your um, own fucking glue. You, isn't, isn't Mason Jones well? She'll be fucking filling you in after this. You fucking try. <laughs> I fucking want to. Oh, I want to. I want an ultra white collar boxing match. He got no chance. <laughs> well, to be fair, he's out in Dubai at the minute. He's uh, oh, he's, he's in he's in Fight Island, getting ready for his fight on the twentieth. Well, I believe. Good, good luck. To that. Yes, good it, it's, to it's his first, first fight in the UFC. That is. Oh, amazing! Well, I'm sure he'll have a great career. I feel like we've gone on a bit of a. I, I don't really. On, on the COVID thing, right? Like, it's hard to run a business, but yeah. you've got to think... It's got to be frustrating for your business owners, to be fair. Yeah, like... Especially, you've got to look especially the small business owners, should I say. Yeah, you've got to look short-term versus long-term legacy. And if you if you run events and you're not supposed to, in the world of social, you will have the, you will have oh, yeah. a lot of people criticising. And, and what you're seeing at the moment is Mountain Rescue is a prime example. It's almost like there's people now just trolling Facebook saying, right, as soon as someone gets hurt, I'm going to say, where was he from? Where was she from? What were they doing there? That's national lockdown. Does he live within five miles? Has he read the guidelines? And if you run an event as a business, people can quickly just go, I'm never, ever doing anything with him again or or want to do anything with him because he flaunts the rules and, he, and, and people have the... Yeah, if he's breaking always, the rules there, what what means he's not breaking the rules somewhere else? Yeah, and and everyone, everyone, Tomo, everyone's got a dog in the fight. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone has got an opinion on COVID, and everyone's got a dog in the fight. And if you just think, well, everyone thinks the same as me, you're very wrong because some people have lost family members, some people have lost livelihoods, some people have lost the home, so and some people have done extremely well for COVID. Oh, do you yeah. Know what I mean, there's there's there's, there's flip sides to it. That's the point. But I, I feel like you've just got to show a little bit of compassion and think, well... Definitely. And it's, like you said, everyone's got an opinion on it. Like, I saw the other day, like, someone put a, a thing up on, on my personal Facebook thing and it was like, um, has anyone actually been in contact with anyone that's actually had it? And it's like, this isn't a fake virus. Mm. I don't understand why people still think it's fake. Like, yeah, at the at the beginning, I was very, to quote um, fucking Brendan Sharp, very skeptical hippo. Like, yeah, I was like, is it is it as bad as it? But my my uh, father in law had it, and he right. is one of the like even even now he's what fifty fifty three, and he's he's far fitter than what I've ever been. Yeah, like he is, right. he's a, he's a freak, mate. Like he yeah. he. He's a general manager of um, of a Waitrose, and he still finds time to train two, three times a fucking day. And yeah, he. But yeah, he was wiped out with it, absolutely wiped out. Like he said, he tried. 
he tried to go for a run the other day and he said it was only like a mile he did and he went he was hanging and this was wow. nearly a month after having it I hope one thing that this does and like I hope it makes a lot of people look at the habits and, and oh, look definitely. At how they live their life do you know what I mean because to stand a better chance in anything getting ill you know being physically physically fit and, and and when I say physically fit, I don't mean ripped 10% body fat. I mean yeah. physically fit or fitter than you are now. Fighting fit. If that's yeah, lighter, mentally fitter, um, what whatever the term may be, you know, do you drink too much? Do you consume too much food? You know, are you getting enough vitamin D? Do you train? Do you work out? Do you do yoga? You know, what are you doing? What's the positive influences in your life that are making your life better? Um, and I hope a lot of people look at themselves and say, actually, it was what I needed because I was just sleepwalking in life. Like one thing that yeah. really, one thing that really like sort of, I think when people say it, I really like pull that face where you think, oh, fuck's sake. The word might, oh, I might, is dog shit because what it really means is it's no, it's not, yeah. it's never, I might do that. Anyone who's ever said, yeah, anyone who's ever said the word to me, I might do it has never done it so now yeah. i take the word i call people out when they say the word might i just say no it's yes or no there's no might yeah because might might is the answer of the fucking biffer and it's the answer exactly of we're, we're all sifts here we're dealing absolutes so it's either yeah we, fucking yeah. yes or no <laughs> and do you know what Tomo? i i personally like it when someone says to me no nah, i don't want to do it mate. it's not for me because it's about, it's again, it comes down to ownership. Ownership yeah, yeah. is important. Don't sit, don't bullshit yourself and say, well, I might do it. Or, or, or another classic one is, well, when I get fit, when? Fucking hell, what, what are you waiting for? Like a starter's gun. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, there's a guy. That, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. It's like, tomorrow's not going to come, mate. There's, there's a guy, Tom, or, who's been telling me for three years that he, he's going to get fit and he wants to do my 50 miler three years ago. And, and you know what? I'm still waiting to see the guy on the start line. And now, now when he messaged me about it, I just say, sorry, lad, we're not giving out any more fucking, do you know what I mean? We're not, we're not giving out any more books to like Wonderland anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like the books yeah, are gone. Yeah. You, either, you either sign up that and do it. Literally takes you full circle to your original point. Exactly. Full about circle, about set, setting a goal, setting a challenge, setting an adventure or yeah. whatever. And yeah, I, I'm the same. Right. I, when I'm, when I don't have something to train for, I literally mm. go through the motions and it's like, I can, I can see the difference in myself. If I look in the mirror, I'm yeah, like, yeah. fucking hell, Tomo, get a grip, will you? But if I've got, yeah. like I did when I did my, uh, ultra white collar fight, when I did my Spartan race, now I've got yeah. my football match coming up and things like that. I've got yeah. something that I need to train for. When I, when yeah. I went for the white collar, I did the eight-week camp. I went from 93 kilos to like 80 in those eight weeks. Wow. And imagine how big, big I was if I'm fucking 90-odd kilos and I'm five foot six. I was a bit of a blob, mate. And... And I've, I've got the comparison photos on my phone just so I can look back at it and go, Tomo, that's what you used to look like, mate, when you were boxing. Yeah. I, I even had fucking abs coming through for the first time ever. Wow. Like, even when I was in the military, I never had the fucking abs of death. 
But in yeah. my opinion, true strength lies in the shoulders and chest. But that's just another matter. Um, but yeah, it was like you look at you've got these. That's why people. I always find it funny with my missus. Like one one of our close friends, she literally during the lock, first lockdown, she started hitting the home gym, then went to a proper gym, and she like really has transformed herself. To be fair, yeah. But my missus is like fucking. Hell, she's always posting pictures now of her. Look, I went yeah because she now looks good. In her opinion, yeah. she can see the the transformation in herself. You're just getting a bit jelly because you haven't done it. Why don't you fucking do it? Mm. And then it's oh, so you think she's better than me? I was like, oh fucking hell, started there. Open the open the tin of worms. <laughs> but the put like the problem that Tom is, and, and I find myself doing it. Once someone gets onto something, they think they become like the DS answer. So like, oh yeah, finds person. When someone finds like personal development or they get into training or they get into whatever, they get like, that's all they ever post about. And I always feel like, oh, turn the fucking page. Do you know what I mean? Like there's always like, yeah. you always start becoming a little bit preachy and you've got to like think, oh, I'm on, hang on. Am I getting a bit preachy now? Like, yeah, and it can, I get that. I get so that. You're like, and they, oh yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because all that. these, all these, like the, the gym goers and things that have literally had no, gym experience before and things like that they've got a personal trainer that's doing it all for him basically yeah. the workouts the, the nutrition the diet all that sort of stuff and then yeah like you said they be that they then think that they are the subject matter expert on these things it's like well you're not yeah it's like yeah i I, mean, I remember picking up some before like someone was put a post up they were doing a deadlift or something along those lines and it was like the form yeah. wasn't quite right so you, you just give them a little tip or something. Your form isn't, you might want to try doing this. And it's like, well, what do you know? Well, sorry, I've been doing this for 15 years. Mm. You might, I might not look like I've been doing it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, I did have a job before I joined the military and now this. But anyway, but yeah, everyone, everyone's a subject matter expert these days, especially with, like we've been saying, COVID and lockdowns and fucking mental health and, and, and yeah, human is, rights. Every, we're, we're all we're all subject matter experts. I, I sort of still like sometimes Tom, I get people like they'll message me and they'll say, um, I want to do this challenge. Um uh, you know, I want to I've seen this challenge that you do, and I want to do it because my mental health's really bad. And I, and I and I'm very honest, and I just say, look, if you if you are suffering with mental health, please seek professional medical help. Like, yeah. I am not a trained therapist. I'm not, I've never suffered with that. So I have no knowledge of it. So I can't help you. And yeah. it's doing a 40 mile good for your mental health. Personally, I don't know because what happens if you're in such a fragile state that you fail the 40 mile and the 40 mile yeah, support. That, that's the thing state. with that, mate, is, yeah, you're right. They need to go and seek someone who actually knows what, no offence, knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And doing a 40 mile, yes, it will put you in a, in a positive light if you complete it but you have to ha already have the basis of a strong mind to do 40 miles like yeah. if you told me tomo you're going for a 40 miler not a chance mate not happening <laughs> i'd biff out after about a mile because i'm lazy <laughs> um <laughs> no i wouldn't but it um but but like you said some people do have fucking super strong mindsets with that my mate chris i've had on a show chris dunn he did um he did the London Marathon 
and he yeah. did about two days worth of training and it was coming up to the actual event and, it, and I went are you alright he was like I'm a little nervous now if anything I was like well, he went, well I didn't do much training did I he was like no because you're an idiot but he went ah fuck it I'll cuff it and to be fair he completed it he didn't have he didn't, yeah. hey Chris I know you're listening didn't have a very good time but you completed it um, yeah. but yeah it's like it's the fact that he just went ah cuff it I've done long I've done long runs before in the military it's like well you've done long runs and then there's a fucking marathon but then yeah then, then there's a marathon but but what it's what it's made me do Tomo again there's people approach me and I've gone to work with people like I've got a few events coming up this year with people who are trained therapists like um I'm in collaboration uh, I'm putting on like a yin and yang weekend with a trained therapist in North oh, Wales and I feel like a lot of people can get a lot of benefit from it. But again, if I want to approach a subject, I need a subject matter expert. Definitely, when someone definitely. says to me, I'm struggling with this. Okay, I know fuck all about that. But I tell you what, that person there, they do. Because yeah. I think it's very, like, people can mean well. They can mean well. And, 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 and I've seen it definitely, I've seen it definitely within, like, people putting on, like, mental health stuff like i'm going to do a mental health hike and and maybe they mean well but if you end up with a lot of people with complex problems mm. you could find yourself thinking i am fucking out of my depth here oh you would be massively and, and and definitely getting outdoors is good for you good for your mind good for your soul good for whatever like last last couple of sundays I've, I've done my little walk it's not it's not high yeah. looks fucking high yeah, yeah. not but you you do feel better. Um, but yeah, like you said, if if you've got complex problems, just walking up a fucking hill isn't going to help. And and no. and a lot of the time, even going to the doctor and getting fucking little white tablets, sometimes that doesn't even fucking help. Yeah, because everybody's unique. Everybody's different, and that's what and, and, that's what we all got yeah. to realize as well. And and that's what I mean. And I, and I, and I think that's what you've got to realize. Stay in your fucking lane. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and definitely. When people come to me with stuff like that, I just say, look, we're a challenge-based events company. That's what we do. Um, yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't talk about it because we know fuck all about it. So we stay away. We stay off the subject. And like I said, when people come to me, I always say, look, I'm just a fucking guy. I don't know nothing on the topic. You know, seek 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 professional help. Um, yeah. And then when I when I saw, did some research on it, and I found Joanna, uh, who's like I said, is a, a legit therapist, and I approached her and I was like, look, I've got this idea for a weekend called Yin and Yang. We have two very like if I'm very sort of autocratic leadership style, and she, do you know what I mean? Um, because I feel like as well with people, they stick to what they know too much, yeah. and. Not a lot it's of people good sometimes um, to do something. That's yeah, yeah. A lot, embrace it. Embrace the discomfort, as as it were. You you do learn yeah. a lot from being so, uncomfortable, as 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 military guys know. Yeah, and and hence hence why we're going to have a, a a yin and yang weekend for for that very reason, where she she is the yin and I am the yang. Do you know what I mean? And like, it's a compliment because we all leave our houses on a daily basis, and you think. Today is going to go really well. And then you put your key in the ignition and your car won't start and you think, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. This wasn't... And then all of a sudden, you... things can deteriorate quickly 
But I feel like if you're used to these things happening to you, then you deal with them a lot better and you can control situations a lot better. Like you can build your own physical and mental resilience to situations. And like I'm I'm doing a lot of research this year into those two sort of factors where we're working on resilience. Um, we're, we're working on the physical aspect. We're working on yin and yang and we're working with people. And I'm learning from these people, Tomo. So I'm learning yeah, from yeah. skilled professionals who were saying to me, these are the triggers. These are the things to look out for. Um, it's still a topic I want. Like if someone came to me and said, you know, I'm, I'm fucking in a bad place, John. If it was a personal friend, d- different. Yeah, it's if it's different. A DM off Instagram, if it's a DM off Instagram of someone who I don't know, I just think, I, I don't know why you've reached out to me. Maybe you've seen some content and gone, wow, th- this guy. Like, I-, I think someone like David Goggins must get it quite a lot because he puts a lot of sort of inspirational... Yeah. Let's smash windows mindset. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Let's, run, let's run 200 miles just because. Yeah, let's let's run 200 miles. But um, you're weak. You yeah. can't run 200 miles. Shut up, Goggins. Fucking hell. He's just, <laughs> he's, just, uh, he's just put a brilliant post on about some guy who's, whose son saw a post that he did. And now the son sold the bed. He's got rid of the mattress because it makes people soft. And he's sold the telly. And he's... he's yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, someone's gone. But this is like someone can go all in on your on oh, yeah. what you're saying. So you've got Definitely. to know. He knows what he's talking about, Goggins. Like he knows what he's talking about. Jocko Willingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These these are these are good uh these are good people, aren't they? But I, I'm looking, do you know what Tom? Personally, I'm looking forward to 2021, mate. Like it's almost like the Grand National, mate. We've had, we've already had one false start, and now we're getting took back to the back to the start again. And Love they're it. like, right, get ready again. And when it starts, that's if that's February, March, April, you've got to have your fucking shit ready to go. Yeah, because it is going to go again. Get ready, and you don't want to be caught like, oh shit. I, yeah, exactly. I've got no exactly. events, or I've got nothing planned. Or I, I'm playing catch up. Like you've got to you've yeah. got to use your time wisely to plan and execute, and then. When they say, when "Okay, say boys go. and girls, COVID's 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 finished," <laughs> yeah, right. that's, that's the other thing. Just to say, we're not fucking expert. It's not going away. This fucking virus is not just going to be gone. It's how we all deal with it as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Acceptance, mate. That's that's the key. Exactly, that is the key, mate. It's uh, twenty past twelve. You got to go at that fast, yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, I, I've got uh, I've got real world. Real world things I've got to yeah, do yeah. with. I've got to go down Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. was the same. She was like, you're doing a podcast, yeah? I was like, yeah, I've got one uh, 11 with um, with John and I've got another one later with a- Andrew. And she was like, well, are you doing two today? I was like, yeah. She went, so are we going to have any time? Because usually, obviously, I fucking talk for fucking England. Like some of my podcasts are like Joe Rogan length, like three hours. So she's expecting me to be in here for like, Forever, two or three hours, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, no, no. I was like, John has said he needs to be out within an hour, so which is which is pretty much bang on, mate. So you got you can stick to your real world problems of queuing in Sainsbury's. <laughs> Fucking good timing. You're frozen already. Why does it do this? We've got, as standard on the uh, Granite Zero podcast, we've got um, technical difficulties. But luckily, 
we had it right at the beginning before we even started and then right at the end. Um, what I want to do, because obviously John is now frozen, he's probably disappeared, um, unfortunately, um, which he has. Uh, he's gone. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to close it up here. It's been a fucking privilege to have John on. John, so you can find John at Robust Tours. Um, tasty bloke and uh, tasty apparel as well. So make sure you check them out. And uh, John, I know you're not here right now, but cheers for coming on the podcast. Um, it's been a privilege and yeah, we'll get you back on again soon. So cheers. I'm out. Ah!